we're helping a lot of our artists suddenly have an online presence and be able to sell work online, which they haven't been able to do before. And so um, we've had a lot of community partners chip in funding for that. So I think it's in the long run might actually help them bring in some more revenue, which is great, not only for the artists, but for our community as well. For the next two episodes, we're doing things a little bit differently and giving a bit of extra love to an art scene that spans two counties. In this first one, we'll talk with Neely Andrews. She is the executive director of the Tow River Arts. That organization supports and promotes the arts in Yancey and Mitchell counties in Western North Carolina. Neely shares how she and her team are helping area artists pivot to e-commerce and social media marketing in 2020. During any normal year, these artists wouldn't really need much digital help and they'd be prepping for a busy fall, showcasing and creating pieces to be sold to visitors on the spot or to galleries here or throughout many parts of the U.S. Again, being 2020, This is a year that is not normal in any capacity. You didn't need to hear that. But maybe you need to know that organizations like the Tow River Arts are serving a more crucial role than ever before. So if you are able, please try to support your local art scene wherever you are. They could really use a boost right now. But for now, we'll focus on Neely and the Tow River Arts during the first of this two-part NC Travel Chat series. I'm your host, Carl Hedinger, and honestly, I'm really excited to bring this to you. I hope you enjoy learning about the things this Arts Council does, and in the next episode, which I'll get to in a little while, just some really interesting people. Okay, let's get started. We're a small arts council. We've been around since 1976, so one of the oldest in the states. And uh, we're actually the only arts council in the state of North Carolina that serves multiple counties. So for us, that's really exciting. We have a a wonderful support system here, but it also sometimes means that our resources are stretched a little bit more thin. So, Mm. yeah. Are you based in Burnsville or Spruce Pine? Um, It depends on who you ask, really. (laughs) But um, (laughs) our administrative offices have been in Burnsville since about 2006. Okay. Uh, but recently we did move them to Spruce Pine, but that was only to consolidate the staff to get them to one location because it's just easier, as I'm sure you can imagine, to have everybody in one place. But we do have a location in Burnsville and one in Spruce Pine also. And uh, on a personal note, what sure. brought you to this area? <laughs> that is a very uh, long, convoluted <laughs> um, story, but I will I will keep it short. So I actually went to school at Appalachian in Boone, which is not too far away. I moved away for a few years, lived and worked in downtown Raleigh, and um, came back up to Western North Carolina for a job and moved to this small rural community for another job at the community college. And so have always been involved with the arts and um, the arts council's director who had been there for 30 years was retiring. And so it was kind of the perfect opportunity and fit for me and everything just kind of fell into place at the perfect time. A little bit more about the arts council. We um, have over 250 artist members just in our membership. So um, that's quite a few for, for a rural community. And we like to say that we have more than 500 living in this two county area, which means wow. 
Um, we have one of the highest per capita number of artists per people in the state um, compared to larger cities, larger urban areas like Orange County, Chapel Hill, Mecklenburg County. Um, we, we are actually above a few of those for number of artists in our area. One of the cool things I liked about driving around the area was when you you pass a mailbox and you see the stripe, mm-hmm. like of the three colors, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So that that is our Tow River Arts brand. We went through a major rebranding a couple of years ago. And so all of our artists kind of, I feel like, consider that a point of pride because they recognize um, how special this area is, and they're proud to say that they are a Tow River um, arts artist. And so we have a three-color branding scheme, and so many of our artists actually have signs um, outside their studios that tell tell everyone driving by that they're there and they're a Tow River arts artist, which is pretty amazing because I'm sure that you saw driving around some of these windy roads, you would just happen upon one in a completely random spot that you weren't expecting. So, yeah, exactly. Um, one, one thing I, I, that came to mind during that is that around uh, the Penland area, there do mm-hmm. seem to be quite a few. Is there a big relationship between the Toe River Arts and Penland? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Penland School of Craft has been around much, much longer than we have, and it's a very respected craft school, and there aren't very many of them in the United States, and it's one that's world-renowned. And so what happens, I think, is a lot of times we have um, pretty amazing and well-respected artists who will come here for a class or a concentration and they fall in love with the area as we all do. Um, And they stay, which is wonderful and beneficial for all of us. So um, a lot of them are concentrated around the Penland area because it's just as beautiful uh, as anywhere else in the County. And, and it's kind of a a community for them for sure. Yeah, it was, we drove around. It was just gorgeous in that yeah. area and it was foggy too and we couldn't even get oh, the wow. whole view but i mean it was like it was just yeah was even the fog is beautiful you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. as the to river arts what are some things that you do for the artists and sure, the community so. too Absolutely. We do um, a lot of promotional work for our artists, uh, you know, whether it's through advertising or going on news programs or podcasts to talk about what we do just to bring a larger audience to our small, tiny pocket um, of the community. But we also have exhibition space in our galleries that artists can apply for at least once a year, sometimes Mm. more. Um, And we also offer grant opportunities for our artists uh, to apply for funding for um, equipment they might need to to increase their skill or their their trade, their craft. Um, And then we also partner with uh, many different community organizations to host um, group shows or exhibitions or festivals. Uh, For example, the Blacksmith Festival is just one of my most favorite things that we participate in. It actually happens in Mitchell County and Spruce Pine, but every year, uh, usually in April, obviously this year was a little bit different, but um, we, there's a, a huge blacksmith festival in downtown Spruce Pine. And so we host an exhibition from blacksmith from all over the country 
and that brings people from all over. And then Penland School uh, brings in a master blacksmith that usually gives a lecture in our building, and it's all different sorts of people, all different generations, and it's just like a warm, friendly event where you can purchase, you know, uh, anything metal that you can imagine, but also see people making these things on the street. So just all kinds of things. We also work in the schools here uh, to provide arts programming in elementary through 12th grade usually mm. uh, and bring performances to um, elementary, middle, and high school. And then we also offer free music lessons, guitar and banjo in all the middle schools in these two counties. That's so, so cool. Uh, yeah, we do quite a, <laughs> quite a bit. So. Yeah. And other than that, are there any other events you would do during a typical year, of course? Sure. Yeah. Uh, our studio tours are uh, well known all over the country. We have one of the largest and longest running studio tours in the United States. We offer it twice a year. So it's always the first weekend in June and the first weekend in December. So we have over 100 artists who open their homes. You can come see art being made right in front of you and then also buy handmade gifts uh, right from the artists, which is pretty amazing. It's a, it's a big event for the artists. They earn revenue. Um, obviously, this year, unfortunately, we had to cancel the June tour. And our tour in December is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be all virtual, which for us is going to be something new and innovative to try. Uh, but what we're going to do, it's going to be over a five-week period instead of just a weekend. So anybody who visits our website for the virtual tour during that time will have a chance to purchase one-of-a-kind handmade gifts for the artists and help them bring in some revenue for the holidays. Because the, mm. the December tour is historically when folks come up to purchase gifts, holiday gifts. So yeah. Um, we're really hoping, even though it'll be a bit different this year, it's still going to be a really big revenue generator for our artists. Um, yeah, I hope so. so. I know. We hope so, too. It's it's interesting to see how people have pivoted and changed through all of this. And the one one of the exciting things for us, I believe, and for our community is that we're helping a lot of our artists suddenly have an online presence and be able to sell work online, which they haven't been able to do before. And so um, we've had a lot of community partners chip in funding for that. So I think it's in the long run might actually help them bring in some more revenue, which is great, not only for the artists, but for our community as well. So. So as far as pivoting goes, are you offering them help to sure. social media? Is yeah, exactly. So we are working with our local community college's small business center. Mayland Community College has an amazing small business center and a really well-respected one in the state. And they are working with us to um, any artist who wants to set up social media or set up an e-commerce platform for the studio tour, but really long term, they're going to be able to consult with that artist and build that all of that out for them and teach them how to use these tools. So they've been an incredible partner for us. We've always offered free artist business classes through the Small Business Center. And so this is just kind of an extension of that partnership. Hmm. That's, that's so. really cool. Yeah. And I will say our website, which we'll probably talk about in a, in a little bit, but um, yeah. You can go to our website and buy work straight from our website from these artists. Oh, that's really cool. And so 
Uh, you don't have to go. I mean, of course, I'm, I imagine the artists would love for you to go direct to their websites, right. but I mean, in a way, that's, that's it's great to it's have convenient. another. Yeah, it's convenient because um, we do list all of our artists who are members on our website. And if they have an e commerce um, page where they sell their own work, we'll list it there. But also, if they have work for sale in our shop, it's listed there as well. Well, that's, that's interesting. Eventually we're going to get into two other artists that, uh, well, three other artists that we had the pleasure of meeting while we were there. Um, I know maybe you're not allowed to play favorites, but are there any other artists that you'd like to give a shout out to just in particular? Oh gosh, there's so many, you know, and you don't, you don't want to make one person grumpy, but they all understand. I mean, we do this, um, year round. We, we just have a new artist member who I'm super excited about. Her name is Kit Paulson. She's a glass artist. And if you go to her website, her glass work is kind of really contemporary, but she also makes beautiful jewelry in these tiny little bud vases that um, are the cutest little things you've ever seen. And so we just started selling those in our retail shops and they're, they're selling really well. So we're excited about Kit. Um, she's pretty interesting. And then, one of my favorites. They're just wonderful people, warm and friendly, and their studio is open pretty much year round. You might have to make an appointment, but they also have normal operating hours is Rakowski Pottery. Um, that's R-U-T-K-O-W-S-K-Y. And it's a husband and wife team. And their styles are very different, but they're both very whimsical. And the majority of what they make are usable Uh, functional pieces of pottery. So plates and mugs and, you know, um, vases and all of that kind of stuff, but they're just warm and friendly and open and very good community partners, I would say. So their, their studio is always worth the stop for sure. I know that was tough. Thank you for, uh, yeah. for going there. <laughs> sure. Um, sure, I may get in a little bit of trouble, but that's oh, okay. <laughs> no. All right. Well, I'll edit that out if need be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you went to App and, uh, you know, you you kind of come back to the area. I didn't realize you were in Raleigh for a while. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. Outside of Burnsville, do you have a favorite part of North Carolina or a town? I'm going to put you on the yeah, spot again. I know. I know. This is a, this is a really hard question for me. Obviously I have a deep love for the mountains of North Carolina. I've spent a lot of my time here. I grew up in the Piedmont, so really not too far away. And uh, Raleigh and Durham are great just for a whole, you know, urban, lively city scene. But I will tell you about one place that I've been wanting to go, um, and I haven't made it down yet, but is to Wilson. I don't know if you all have made it there yet. You may have yeah. just to go to the, the Whirly Gig Park. I, uh, I studied it for a project I was working on in pretty great detail. Oh. And it, there's just something that seems so magical and whimsical <laughs> about it. I haven't quite made it down there yet, but I'm excited to. It so. is such a cool place. Um, just to, especially if the wind is blowing, cause yeah. they'll all start moving around. Exactly. It's yeah. Just, oh, it's, it's so cool to see in person. I hope you make it there. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, of course. So, uh, do you ever make it back up to Boone? I do. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I was going about once a week, but you know, given everything that's going on now, mm, not so yeah. much, but it's amazing to see how much it's changed over um, over the years with the school getting bigger, which is um, pretty incredible. But there's always those super secret spots that we that we love, you know, um, going up to um, 
what is it, the fire tower up there or um, up to the Howard's Knob Park, which is right above the city. You can see a really expansive view of all of Boone and it's really easy to get to. It's just kind of straight up, but it's hmm. right off a road downtown. And then uh, we, we kind of grew up in college going to Hebron Rock Colony. And I don't know if that's still accessible or not, but that's a great place to just go wait around in, in the water. So yeah. but Boone's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. That was that the fire tower you're talking about. Is that the one that's at Moses cone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that was a fun hike. I, I mm-hmm. went to the top of that and that got scary as I was looking yeah. down. <laughs> it can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart for sure. Well, uh, and, and in the Piedmont, was it Hickory you were from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 I would say it was an interesting place to grow up. Um, so much furniture there you know and being at the base of the mountains it was um, easy to come up for a day trip or for the weekend it didn't take very long at all and it's changed a lot too unfortunately I haven't spent much time down there in the last few years but I know it's growing again and and seems to be doing quite well so yeah we were just at old hickory uh, recently that was a beautiful tap room on the inside yeah it is it is really nice there yeah I'm, I'm very impressed and excited about that for them yeah well, Neely, thank you so much for taking time sure. to chat with me. Um, you mentioned your website a little bit in mm-hmm. detail, but just in case anybody needs to learn anything about the Tow River Arts, sure. your history, uh, where can they find you? Sure, it's www.towriverarts.org. And um, if you go there, all of our artists are listed on that page. Uh, information about our history, e-commerce, if you want to buy something directly from the artist, but all information about the educational programming we're doing as well. And it stays updated pretty frequently, so it changes. And um, you can also go to our Facebook page, which is Toe River Arts. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I wish you all the best as we go into (laughs) the fall season. And have a great day. Thanks, you too. Again, a big thank you to Neely for taking time out of her day to join me. I know there's a lot going on when you're supporting hundreds of member artists. So really, I'm so grateful. And that leads us into the next episode, which will feature visits to see a few of those artists at their studios. Here's a snippet from one of them. We also have a band. You have a band? Called the Hot Duck Soup. What, what, do you, what instruments do you play? I play banjo and Claudia plays about 17 different things. No, so. I play. So you're like Prince. I play a cornet and a ukulele. Okay. But then my my uh, whoop-de-doo is a deer call. Those two fun characters are John D. Richards and Claudia Dunaway from Yummy Mud Puddle in Burnsville. Uh, you can learn more about them and other Tow River artists on our site. Just go to nctripping.com and search for Tow River Arts, and you'll see a couple of articles about the organization as well as things to do in Burnsville and its surroundings. Until then, thank you for listening to NC Travel Chat and for following along. We look forward to sharing more amazing people from North Carolina with you. Take care and travel safely.